All right, welcome back to the Pub Test Podcast. We've got a little bit of a special today with the free agency happening, so we thought we'd just do a quick little 15 minutes, hopefully, <laughs> of all the trades that happened as of the 4th of October, Tuesday night. Um, like a KO Mini. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. We say, short, short. we say 15 minutes, it's going to end up being yeah. too long, So we hopefully go through, all the, go through them and then maybe discuss a few. There's a few that Tommy wants to discuss with Collingwood. Mm-hmm. But, um, Very active. Yeah. yeah. No, they did too fair. It did look like they were going to, and it's proven to be that way. So they've far. delivered, haven't they? Yep. So far, they've delivered. Um, so we'll start off quickly. Uh, Melbourne's got pick 27 from Port Adelaide. They've gave them away a, a second round pick and a third round pick to move up, maybe for the Grundy trade. That's We'll see that. Looking that way. Um, the Dogs have picked up Liam Jones, and Carlton has got compensation, pick 49. So that's a third round pick. You were surprised by that, Tommy. Them getting compensation. Oh, he he chose not to. Uh, He's okay, I, I don't, don't want to be. I don't want to. Well, this is not a COVID discussion. But he didn't. He chose not to play. He got, he got the Blues got compensation. Yeah, but I think when did Henderson Henderson from Carlton retired from mental health and he got picked up by Geelong? Did you get compensation for that? Because technically, Liam Jones is just a retiree, and he's just been picked up. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, he retired. Um, I'm not sure what the criteria is. Yeah. Like, he retired. I'd love to know the reasoning for and against why you would or wouldn't get compensation. Yeah. Anyway, not sure. There you go. That's a good bolster for the dogs be in their back time. half. Big time, yeah. So, then, big one, Dan McStay has got to Collingwood. Brisbane have received pick 35 as compensation, so that's a second-round draft pick. Uh, Tommy, happy, not happy? It's a lot of money. He's a good player, but... Like, what position does he play? He's probably forward, but he, he's he been a third tall. Like, I, it's, it's versatile, so he'll be handy, but I just think 600 is too much. And I'm assuming it's a Cox replacement. I think he plays ahead of Cox. I can't see yeah. Cameron Cox and McStay play the same side. You'd probably stick with the two, four, two yeah, forward, two four, so. tall forwards and four I smalls. So. So, so that's a mare from a Collingwood supporter. It's a bit, yeah. Good pl- yeah, it's good player, too much money. But, like, devil's advocate... Collingwood fans have been crying out for a key forward. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a you've key. got one. He's yeah. a second key forward. I know, like but like what the it, when yeah. based off yeah. everything in the market, you got what you asked for. Yes. Maybe it's not true. A top like a Jeremy Cameron from a couple of years ago, but yeah. it's that's a key forward. It's been my check on an island for a long time. Like he's won four consecutive um, hmm. leading goal kicker things for Collingwood. So he's definitely. Yeah, I think I think it's a player that we may need. I'm just not. Yeah, the money. If if you're saying it was 400 to 500, I'm I'm starting to like it more. But I think he'll still be a handy player for Collingwood. He he started to show a lot towards back end of of this year for Brisbane. So um, definitely handy player for Collingwood. Probably what we need, but maybe a bit much for what he's delivered in over his career. Then the biggest steal of the draft, uh, Blake Akers to Carlton. Uh, Fremantle has got a future third. Future third. Uh, Blake has played a very good role in the wing. He's at his third club now. Um, I don't know. This is future third. A future I third. I cannot believe. I don't. I actually, I'm still in a bit of shock about this one. This is really flown under the radar. That is way too low for a really good player. I know it's like they've got the criteria and all that, but this is huge for Carlton. That's what they needed. I think they needed a winger. This is perfect yep. for them. So he probably he fills the void of that's basically what their worst the worst player in their team was that second wingman yeah basically New, it was like Nunes and O'Brien Nunes Carroll O'Brien locked away his spot but it was basically um, yeah Nunes or and Nunes, uh, got Cottrell. De- Nunes got delisted so yeah no, so a need, big need for him yeah so I think it's incredible he, like good skills he's gonna come in he seems keen wanted to go there so is massive is he getting paid a fair bit. 
I feel like I was bored of these getting a bit. Of I haven't seen anything about money, but if he is getting paid a lot, don't know how. Well, that brings that, it on to our next. That's a, it's a can of worms, later. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but I, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Because I thought he was like wanting 700 or something from Fremantle, but I could be really wrong now. I could be just making up that mistake. Yeah, <laughs> not not sure. Like, yeah, but yeah. But if it's if it's like 300. 400, no, it's not 300, 300 is way too low. It was like 400, 500 is probably, it's a very good pick Still, up. For, for a sure. pure wingman, there's not many of those. Yep. Yeah. So that is, that's great. Um, and then West Coast has got a bit of, I don't know about this, it seems a bit pointless if, in my opinion, <laughs> but they've got a little bit of uh, standards in their training now <laughs> with Jaden Hunt going there. Um, compensation to Melbourne for pick 52. I understand it's probably a bit of a nothing trade, but... It, at least now you haven't got like a rookie coming in that's probably not at level. Yeah. At least you've got someone at level. It's not like a Sam Petrovsky Seaton or someone like that yeah. who just clearly wasn't nah. up to it. They went just to see if they could hold a spot in a team and they couldn't. Yeah. At least you know he's there in your best 22 every week. Yeah. So there's standards there that he would train to and people got to lift up to his otherwise they didn't get a game. Surely he's... Why is he going to, from, from Melbourne to West Coast? Is he going home? No. That's a weird move to go to West Coast unless he gets paid. Store while I search. <laughs> unless he's getting paid. That's a weird move to go well, for a maybe Melbourne contender to gonna a play bottom feeder. Well, maybe Melbourne just turned around and said we're not playing next Maybe. Year. Yeah, maybe. He's a Victorian boy. That's weird. Brighton grammar. There you go. Because, yeah. 26 years I feel old. Like he got, he f- I feel like he established a spot. But oh. maybe. Did he? I thought no. I thought he played. Did he get dropped a few times? Yeah. Did he? Was, he was just in and out. I thought I, he I was pretty sure. Games. There you go. The premiership team, he definitely wasn't in like in that year. Yes, but that, that's true. Next, that's true. this year he was. I um, thought he got more games this year. I don't know. Maybe I'm lying. I'm very mistaken. He played 20 yeah, games this year. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I thought You're right. The previous years, you're right. He was in and outside. Um, but I thought, yeah, I thought he got a lot of games. Yeah, interesting, because I just assumed it was he wasn't getting opportunity <laughs> at Melbourne. So whether it's he got squeezed out, we heard Harms as well is looking at other clubs. Mm. So maybe there's been a bit of a squeeze. But you can understand the what Harms you squeeze because like the midfield stacked. Whereas halfback, are they really stacked? That like Christian Salem, it's pretty much it. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I ran out dry. <laughs> I really wish I could help you there, but I <laughs> that really got dry really quickly. Um, anyway, moving on to that, we talked about a lot that a lot more than I thought we would. Um, Tim Taranto, big. Big get for Richmond. They've they've done the Geelong field field back up, top back up. Get rid of first round draft picks. Get rid of draft picks. Just players. We want players. GWS in return have got a first round draft pick, which is pick twelve, and a second round draft pick, which is nineteen. Good pick up. Good pick up from Richmond. Really good pick Big. up from Richmond here. Like solid top back up the list. Needed. Well, you've got Lynch and Prime. You got Bolton coming along. Dustin Martin's got a couple more years inside midfielder. Who can push forward? Yeah. He's got a presence. Wins his own ball. Needed it. Yeah, you can see just... that that final when Dion Presti went out. It was it was done. It was cooked for them. So perfect play for them. They uh, tell you what, like this is big for Richmond. I think everything else fell into place. Their defense was good. Their forward line was so dangerous. If they can have like if they end up getting Hopper, yeah, Toronto Hopper along with all those other guys, and they're winning center clearance, yeah. getting the ball first. Watch then, out. Coaching can play the sub role from this from this year, a bit fresher for finals. Take a back like seat. So, yep. um, this is a huge play for them. Yep. I think it puts them right back into contention. Unfortunately, easily. 
It's very nice. <laughs> I hate it. Hate Richard being good, but yeah, they're going to be very good. Even more Collingwood news, they are, as we said, active. Uh, Bobby Hill has been picked up, and they've also got a, a third round pick, which is pick 40. Uh, GWS received a third round pick, which is 43, and a future second round selection. So really, they've Collingwood's moved up three spots, and they've only got a future second round pick for Bobby Hill. It's a very, very good pickup, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm, 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 I was pretty happy. I wanted it done. I, I, we, we would talk about it before we started recording, Rod. I don't know who he replaces. Um, probably Bianco. But, um, yeah, I wanted this deal done. This obviously has been talked about for a long time now. He's Bobby Hill to Collingwood. I wanted it done, so I'm happy. Um, yeah, I think makes us... We, we see all these size, all these li- like Geelong with all these little, um, these small forwards that are re- wrecking havoc. Obviously, Richmond, past years of their small forwards have dominated games. Um, I think Bobby Hill... We'll do just that for Collingwood. So I'm very happy. Yeah, it looks like you've really invested in like Small making forwards. sure this, this forward line <laughs> yeah. is up to speed because that facilitates the game plan you're trying to play, which is catching teams out the back. You have Bobby Hill instead of Bianco, whoever it is, streaming towards yeah. goal. It's just presence, isn't it, really? Yeah. Rather than a 19-year-old, 20-year-old kid yeah. who probably isn't quite there yet. It's, and I know Bobby Hill's not a star small forward, but he could be yeah. with the right... Opportunity no, for in the sure. right culture. So you Tyson know. Stengel, potentially. <laughs> Version two. Walked right into that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, it's, it's good. That's what they need. Yeah. yeah. And Someone for only a Ginnivan. future second round, for an established AFL player. Free hit. Like It literally is a free hit. You've already got to, you have to wait four or five years to draft a player and see if they're good enough. We already know what somewhat he could be. He's got still got a little bit more upside. It's, it's so. been hard to tell how good he'll be because he's played small forward on a shocking giant side this year. So, hard to tell how good... Because, how, yeah, small forward on a bad side is one of the worst roles to play. So it's a lonely place. It's hard to tell how, how... I think he's shown enough. I, I do. I really like him. So And he'll it well with the Elliot's more of a hit-up player and stuff. So, yeah, like it. Uh, another bit of a nothing trade, in my opinion. Carl Amon signs with Hawthorne. And Hang on. 14th in the Brownlow, Carl Amon, mind you. Just make that clear. 12th. No, even better. There you go. He's a gun. If you're going to bring out votes. stats, get them right. No, okay. Hey, 14 votes. I think you've got 14 right votes. No, I had that in my head. But gun. <laughs> yeah. Most unusual trade in my opinion. Um, Port Adelaide have got pick 27 as compensa- compensation. I think that'd be wrapped with that. Yeah, well, might help this is probably the worst kept secret in the AFL for the last yep. three or four months. Basically, everyone knew. It was just re- basically released to the public before it was even official. Yep, he's going to Hawthorne. So, I think it, it's good for them. It's like, good for Port Adelaide. I mean, it helps them if Jason or France does want to, if they can get that deal done. It, it's another pick that can help towards that. Um, and so. Hawthorne as well, someone who's willing to push forward. They want to play that little bit of like chaos footy. They want to play quick. They want to play fast. Amon can do that. But yeah, but I, just, I don't understand. He's not in their age bracket Is that in, in for the next premiership, in my opinion. So, I'd... It seems like a three or four... It seems like a Tom Mitchell of a couple of years ago and, and Jared Mirror of a couple of years ago. Well, but I think he'd be 27, maybe. Yeah, I right. think if it was... If they had to give something up for him via trade, you're questioning it. But free agency... Yeah, true. They've uh, they've given up nothing for him. Yeah. Especially so. if they're dumping Tom Mitchell. If that ends up happening, then they've got the money to fill the void. But you're right. He's not going to be there for his next premiership, you'd think. You want to hope he's a good trainer because he sets a standard for the next bloke. Yeah, you know, the rookies that come in, he sets a standard. But... Mm. Yeah, not too bad. Um, the last one, big one, big one. My man's already smiling over here. Shocked. Um, Jordan Degoe has re-signed with Collingwood. I don't 
doesn't sound like there's many behavioural clauses in it. First two years. Apparently, it's behavioural clauses. But I for don't the know. first two years. Yeah, first And year. not for the second yep, two. Yeah, that, that's, that's confusing. Only the first two years as a behavioural clause. Wait, did you get five or four? Five. You got five. So, only two years out of it. What's the money they're talking? Oh, it'd, be, it'd be similar. I think it'd still be 800 plus, which is, again, a lot of money. Wow. So, maybe you rejected it. Not just because of behavior, he wanted five years instead of four. Maybe. Because the first half was four. Maybe. But yeah, it's weird that's two years and not five. So he's, he'll, be good, he'll, be, he'll be good for two years and then he'll be a dickhead. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, my, I've ch- my mindset's changed a lot from when we spoke two weeks ago when I said I'd pick the goalie over Grundy. It has changed. <laughs> anyway, you've got a very good, very talented player. Yes. On Potential. Some... On his best. Not his best years. He showed it in the last six weeks of his of his thing, so of his of the season. So we'll see if he does it again. Yeah, that was um, annoying though, wasn't it? It was literally twelve hours after we finished recording last yeah. week. He's resigned. <laughs> For God's sake, like, why'd you reject it? <laughs> Bad timing, Jordan. But no, nah, good. I mean, as long as Collingwood hasn't kind of yeah. backed down from what they originally offered, just because he rejected it, as long as they stood firm. Yes, I don't I have too w- many problems with it. Mm. There's always going to be that question mark, isn't there? Like we spoke about, but yeah, it's as long as there is some sort of uh, onus on him to stick to some sort of KPIs. Yeah, no dramas. Oh yeah, we know what he can do. Will he do it every week? And will he stop himself off the field? Probably doing not. What, he, what we know he can do. Probably Unlike, not. Unlikely. I did. I did like Craig McRae's little jab at him. Did you hear that Copeland Trophy? No. He's like saying, talking about sticking by players from New York to Bali. Oh, Bali. I did hear oh, that. Yeah, that was good. He got a lot of laughs at the, at the trophy. Uh, but, um, some lols. Did, but um, nah, I, it, good player. It's a lot of money, but if he plays like he did in that final series, he's worth every bit of that 800 grand. So that's all the trades have been done officially, been lodged. There's obviously a few so that have been said that they're done, but they're not done. So I'll run through a few of them. So... Griffin Logue and Darcy Tucker apparently are out of Dockers and both in North Melbourne. That pretty much secures Lobb not leaving Fremantle. Um, Aaron Francis is pretty much a lock to Sydney um, for a future second or a third, I think it is. I can't remember. I think future third. Um, And then Jacob Hopper is meant to be going to uh, the Tigers and that's for a big deal. I won't really say any names there because I don't really know, but that's (laughs) like four or five. Three picks and a player, apparently. And then Junior Rioli, which of all, I forgot about. <laughs> now that I'm reading the list, I remember him. But Junior Rioli to Port Adelaide. And Jason Francis also um, requested a trade to Port Adelaide, which is massive. Can we just talk about that for a minute, actually? Absolutely. That's I, big, I forgot yeah. about that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Before you mentioned that, I would have forgotten. <laughs> I that. think this is big to watch. I think he wants to go home. Obviously, that's no shit. Um, but he's, he's a home-eccentric person. Like, he wants to be at home. He likes Port Adelaide. He likes being around his friends and family. But one year into a contract, he's already packed up his bags and left. I understand there's a bit of um, maybe the Clarko situation and there's a bit of upheaval at North Melbourne. But he's packed up his bags very quickly. And I don't personally, I don't like he hasn't seen it out. He hasn't stuck wide or stuck fat. He's just, nah, yeah, man. And obviously we don't, we don't know the whole story. But my gut says that he's used this whole... Clarkson thing and all this drama is an excuse to say, oh, I don't think I should be here. It's an easy He's yeah. capitalised on yeah. it, for sure. Yeah. So it's more understandable now. But I still think, geez, you've got a similar to like the Tanner Bruin, just wherever you get drafted, it's a pleasure. Like, it's a privilege. Yeah. 
try and I know it's hard because North Melbourne what everything going on, but that's an opportunity to really improve you, as a footballer. Well, he got the suspension after the Mother's Day incident, and then he didn't even crack into the side for a couple of games, and then had to wait. Like I'm sorry, but you're on the one draft pick. I you don't think I just don't on. think he has a leg to stand on. He's too many. In, he had a number of indiscretions. Like he got dropped due to poor, um, like not doing ice baths and stuff. He obviously going got um, visiting Adelaide without telling Kangaroos. There's a couple of things ill discipline yeah. acts from a first year player, for, uh, number one draft pick. I don't think he has a leg to stand on. So I think you're. Right. I think it's rather. Well, I think it's literally using the Clarkson thing as an excuse. Leverage. I, uh, yeah, I don't like it at all. To be honest. And did he really show that that much this year? I know Nick Dacos had a fantastic year. It's a bit hard to compare him, but did he really show that much in a no. t- side that he should have been playing ninety percent midfield time? Like no, just, never. Yeah, he didn't have that breakout game. I don't think. I, I don't, don't remember. I didn't either. watch much North Melbourne. I don't think many of us did. But it didn't even seem like Supercoach. I was example. about to say Supercoach. He had yeah. one game. Yeah. Of, he had one ninety game of memory, and that's it. Yeah, he didn't seem to. You didn't, it didn't seem like he improved during the year, no. which is what is probably more concerning. And whether that is that he, he just wasn't, wasn't in the right yeah. environment. Checked out. Or it was just, like Had you said, yeah, him just mentally being, I don't want to be here anymore. So Had what's the point of trying? Which is concerning. Poor. And it's a shame for North Melbourne because they, like, they took the risk on him because they knew, obviously, he was a poor Adelaide boy. He was an Adelaide boy. And he obviously, they obviously knew that he was quite close to his family. So it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? Like, and you assume that North probably looked into that a lot before they drafted him yeah. and said, we yeah. understand, like, are you sure that you're going to be committed? And he probably said yes. Yes, yeah. Because so, yeah, probably... you'd, probably, you'd be stupid not to, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. But, yeah, that, I mean, that probably makes the uh, Junior Rioli deal quite tricky because that seemed like a sure thing a couple of, probably a month yeah, ago. Yeah, true. Whereas now, I, I don't think, they're going to be using everything to try and get Horn Francis. Well, here, what they're saying is Junior Rioli out, no, sorry, Junior Rolly in, Horn Francis in, and then pick 8, 27, 53, a future first and a, f- and a future second, all out. That cannot be enough. For, for, all, for, two, for both those players. Whoa, that can't be enough, can it, with Horn Francis? I know he didn't show much, but he's still number one pick. And so, was there only one first rounder in there? Or the two no, 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 it's eight, pick 15? 8, 27, yeah. 53. One first so rounder. Surely, that's, surely it's pick 8 and a future first. For and a future second for Horns Francis and maybe twenty seven and fifty three for Rioli. Um, or maybe I maybe the other way around. I don't know. Because Junior Rioli is not pick eight. You give no, him pick no, eight no, for no, Horn no, Francis. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> like maybe place. a future second for <laughs> Rioli and the rest for Horn Francis. Maybe. Who knows? But yeah, I. It's, it's always hard to tell how much Horn Francis works. He's a first round pick. So it's. Racy bites comes in Racy bites comes into play because all you think is he's had a pretty average year or Francis, but he's a first round draft pick. But so. like potential. You just you're yes. paying for potential paying and that's potential. a bit scary. Yeah, correct. There's but. a few more deals that we'll we'll leave them aside. We got we're at a little bit now. So um we'll leave them aside. We'll see what's happening in the next couple of days. Um should we get busy um by Friday. So next week should be a juicy trade period. Yeah. Excited so. to talk about it next week. So you said it ends next Wednesday, Rod? Is that what you said? Correct. Okay, so, so literally we're hitting right, literally, yeah, we had a report just for a, a deadline day. We might even do a recording Wednesday or something like that, because I feel like everything will be done in the last hour. It'll so. kick off, yeah. yeah. The dominoes, once one domino falls, yeah, it's going to be chaos. All right, thanks for listening to our little trade special. We'll have another one up next week too, just to recap the draft.